Hey, just a quick message before I start the show today. If you wanted to go and watch some of these live streams that I'm going to be doing over the next few weeks, I'm going to be doing them from my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Tom Ray's website. So just like my website itself, which is Tom Ray's website.com, you can go to facebook.com slash Tom Ray's website. So when I do those live streams, you'll be able to ask me questions about the different things I'm going to talk about. So these are just going to be things I did when I decided to start my website back in 2017 and some of the things I've learned from them and some of the things that have worked and some things that haven't. So if you want to check that out and follow the stream live, go to facebook.com slash Tom Ray's website. Hi, I'm Tom and welcome to another episode of Tom Ray's art podcast. Uh, so I have some big news. Uh, first of all, I'm going to be talking about websites on this episode, uh, it kind of just an intro to what I've discovered over the years through websites, not really a technical thing, but just kind of an inspirational talk. But the reason I'm doing it is, and the reason I'm going to be doing uh, a few episodes about behind the scenes things that I do is one, because a lot of the time when I meet artists or talk to artists, uh, they, I meet them through the podcast or they'll come to the website and they'll email me. And a lot of them will ask me about websites or advertising or knowing that I do things like that. And uh, some of them want to start a website and just haven't yet. So they, they're trying to figure out how do they do it? Is it too technical? Some of them are just afraid that they're not going to know how, or they have to hire somebody else to do it. And other people have one, but they just want more help or they want to know more about what they could be doing or are they using the right thing? And the truth is, first of all, before I get into it, you're all using the right thing. Any of them are the right thing. Starting a website is the right thing. So there's no wrong answer. And it's all completely subjective. It's all just opinion as far as websites go and what services to use. So there's no wrong answer. And it's not that hard to get started. So that's one reason why I wanted to talk about this today. Just kind of to first in this episode, squash some of those fears or uh, hesitations that anyone might have about their website or trying new things. The other reason that I'm talking about it is that I have huge news. I'm going to be going to Prague in November. So I was planning to schedule interviews with other artists coming up, but then I got an opportunity to actually not only go to Prague in November, but my band is going to be playing there. I'm going to be doing a talk at a tech summit It out of the blue. It's, I mean, not out of the blue as far as me using the tech that they're having me talk about, but uh, I made a connection with someone on one of the podcasts that I do. And when this summit, it's the Ubuntu summit in Prague, it's uh, a Linux-based operating system. They were they asked this person that I had talked to if they knew any musicians that were involved in the community. And he instantly said, you should talk to Tom Ray and his band Lorenzo's Music. So not only am I going over there, my band is going there to play. We're going to be playing in Europe. This is going to be the first time I've ever left the country. Long story longer, because I just realized I'm rambling on. I'm excited. Uh, basically, I wanted to schedule interviews, but I'm not going to have time. And I could have scheduled interviews all in a row, but I felt like I would have been rushing it and not giving the artists the attention that I normally give them as far as editing and putting out the podcast and all that because I'm going to be leaving in a month. So I figured I would just kind of talk about the things that I've always really meant to talk about, which is behind the scene things that I'd like to share. So why not take the time to just 
discuss things that I've tried out, things I know. And again, these are all just things I've done. I'm not saying any of these are the right thing to do or you should do what I did. These are just, I've tried it. I've uh, failed at a lot of them. I've found some that aren't good for me, but I know that they're good for other people. I've had many discussions like that. So I'm going to go over some of the experiences I've had using different things to like run this show here, Tom Ray's website and the podcast and uh, other businesses that I have. I actually have several websites that I run. So I've used a lot of different website services, probably all of them. <laughs> I mean, that's a big statement to make, but I've used, I, I, I worked in web development for a while and I've worked for agencies and we'd have to work with all kinds of different websites that were already in place for businesses. So I've, I've worked with a lot. Um, and I just wanted to talk a bit about them and my experiences with them. And I've tried them all, even for myself personally. So hopefully this will inspire uh, some people just to give them some ideas or, you know, just for their website or even just where to start if they've, they've been wondering, what should I use? Mainly the thing that I want to do is uh, explain why it's a great thing to have a blog or a website for yourself artistically and why I think everybody needs one. So I'm going to talk about websites. I'm not going to talk about online carts today. Uh, I mean, websites in general, someplace to share thoughts, ideas, uh, process, things like that. Things that you would normally share on social networks, but I think it's also important to share them on a website. Actively, I probably have 20 sites. Inactively, I have about 40. And uh, I've been running a lot of them over the years. They range from personal blogs. I've actually had five different personal blogs over the year, uh, over the years. And uh, it's because I've tried different services. I've, uh, and also because I've been doing it for so long, some of the services died out. Some of them, I just, yeah, I just decided to migrate. So I've had personal blogs and all I would do for those was one, I wanted to learn how to write better. I wanted to learn how to create a post that was interesting. So I would just write about my day and the things I did. And that was what I would do on the, per still do on the personal blogs. Uh, because truthfully, when I did this, I did it for myself. It was just an idea I had. I had no outcome and running a website can be fun if you're doing stuff like that. I loved, uh, kind of just talking about stuff through my day. I would go like, oh, I'm fixing my bike tire. And I would like take pictures of it and talk about the process and try to make it funny. Like I was writing a script or something and showing pictures, just things like that. Uh, and other stuff like, you know, talking about events that have happened or big things that happened in my life, much like going to Prague, obviously. So my website that the podcast is on is also kind of my personal website. And I still kind of document my day every day. Uh, I just switched that to a webcomic. My webcomic is literally me writing what happened today. It's even more so than what I used to do when I ran a personal blog. So I've, I've run personal blogs. Uh, I've also created websites for my comics aside from posting it on my personal site. Uh, I have a website to bring people into the comic itself just for the comic, for my Then This Happened webcomic that I do. So... Somewhere on the web, in other places, I have a comic site that's just the posts of the comics and people can scroll through them and I bring them in through advertising and get them interested in the book and then use that entire website as a selling page to buy the book. So people go through, scroll, and then at the end or in between like the first chapter or something, I have an ad that goes, hey, if you want to continue reading this on your own, why not get the book or get the ebook? And then they go to Amazon and buy it, or they can just continue scrolling through. 
So I got that going. And then I also have had, I should say, I had a website for the animated cartoons I do. You may have seen, if you've been following me for a while, I was posting for a while a webcomic, not webcomic, sorry, a animated cartoon I did called The Adventures of Xylus and Dexter, which was a cartoon I made about my kids being superheroes in space. I used to have a website for that. I created the animation in Flash. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to make the website in Flash. And it was cool. And it did all kinds of things. And when you scrolled over stuff, animation would happen and stuff would swoop around the screen and all that kind of crazy stuff. And then the internet as a whole decided that Flash was bad and it's no longer valuable. So that website is dead. I still have the URL, but so I used to have a, an animation site. So that happens. And again, this is also the same thing with like starting a website. One may fall out of fashion, uh, a, a service that's there and one may not. That's why it's just, you know, try one. And then I've also done music blogs. I have one for my band, of course. And then I also have one where I talk about process. I talk about things that I do a search to try and find out stuff for the band or try to fix things or how do I record this or how do I set up this for promoting an album. And when I do that, uh, I have a separate blog that I will actually go, you know, I searched for an hour for this. Now I'm going to write about it on this blog or just put down the process and the links to where it was. I throw some advertising on there. It gets found in the search engines and I get paid for doing that research. That's another reason why I do that. Uh, so yeah, I do a lot of Q and a stuff on different blogs for other stuff that I do too. Like, uh, the pop culture blog is one that I just launched. Again, if you've been following this site, you may have seen that I've been messing around and dabbling with videos of me collecting all this pop culture stuff that I have. Well, I was enjoying that and decided to create its own site for it. One where I could send people and go, not only are here the videos of me looking and talking about these pop culture items and toys and books, but I research these things when I post them. So I started writing about these in the posts and it gets found in Google searches just because I write about it. I have advertising on the site and I get paid for people just looking at it. They don't even have to go to my store. And that's why I'm saying right now, I'm not talking about stores. And I'll probably talk about that in the future because I've tried a bunch of different stores over the years. But these are the types of things that I've created for websites. I create a website for every idea that I have, or if I think maybe I should branch out into this, or I have a million dollar idea that I'm going to do. So I always create a website, but let's get into what I've used as far as websites and hosting services. First of all, uh, just choose a blogging platform or a website platform. There are lots of them out there that do hosting for you. I know the first one I'm going to talk about is one that can be a bit confusing. It's the most popular and actually the most confusing. And that's uh, WordPress. So WordPress is a site that you can install yourself. You can actually find a server or a host and those can be costly or costly over months because you have to pay a price for hosting these things as far as like monthly fees and the photos and storage and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but there's one thing that people don't talk about a lot that I think should be made more clear, and that's uh, WordPress.com. So WordPress itself has its own website, and if you sign up for an account on WordPress.com, you can create a free website right away. It's just that it has the your website name.wordpress.com on it, but that doesn't have to stay that way. It can be changed, and the reason I mention this is because 
Here's the real thing that I've learned over the years, just myself making websites. Um, I found it's better to just start posting first rather than worry about the design or what it's going to be. Because when I start, nobody knows about it. Uh, And I think that's the most important thing that I've learned over the years. I don't wait until I have the idea finalized or the design for the site set up. I create the site and just start posting it. And that's, if, if anything, going over these sites, that's one thing I would suggest. All these sites that I'm going to talk about, go to each one and make five posts. Create an account, whether it be temporary or a free account, and just post five things. And then look at it and see which one you like using better. I didn't know what the site was going to look like until I put things on it. I could design it and worry about the header and things like that. But then when I started posting, it's like, oh, that I'm trying to fit things into a navigation that I created beforehand because I wasn't posting. So anyway, the uh, first one is WordPress.com. So if you go there, the other reason that WordPress.com is great is because WordPress is also, since it is the most popular site, it's also the most hacked. So if it's being hosted on a service that you own, when there's a security update that is urgent to be updated for the website, you have to do that yourself. On WordPress.com, they run the site, they run the servers, they're in charge of maintaining it. You have the freshest, newest version of WordPress when you're on WordPress.com. So it'll always be secure to their standards or to their knowledge. So that's one reason to use WordPress.com. Now, WordPress is more of a CMS. So it's like filling out an email for the website. You have your title that you enter just like you do for an email. And then you put in the information underneath. There's a box, a text box to put that information in. Go to WordPress.com and try it out. And again, you can create a free account. Actually, if you go to the uh, services, it's kind of tricky how they did it. They hid the free one at the top in a little square box. It's, you know, at the bottom, it's like, here's a personal one for $9. Here's a something or other, or, you know, the different tiers. And at the very top, there's this little lady rectangular box that says, or create a free account. And you click on that. They sort of hit it, but you know, more power to them. Uh, so you can do that and you can upgrade if you like it. If not, you tried out the free one and you can just forget all about it. And that's my point here is it's about trying it out because no one knows you're making this site. Test it out, see what you like. The next one I'd like to talk about is Wix. I know a lot of people that use Wix. Wix has really come up uh, fast in the in the past few years. It is more of a drag and drop interface. When you work with Wix, it looks like the website. You're interacting with the website. You're moving elements in there. But again, it can get pretty overwhelming. It can get pretty tricky to get distracted by designing the site. Cause when you get there, it's going to, it asks you like, do you want to do this and put this thing here and look at all this new stuff that you can put. And that's why I say, again, if, if you're testing it out and this is what I've learned over the years, don't worry about designing yet. Uh, let the post be what the design is. So I make five posts and it will be the same five posts that I used on, uh, the wordpress.com site. Just put those five posts in there. They can have pictures and videos and because when things get found in a Google search, they get brought to your page, not to your homepage. They get brought to the post itself that they searched for. And that's really what people see first before they go to the homepage and go, oh, this is such a great homepage. Uh, They may not even go to the homepage. They came for the article or interesting things there. 
So that's why I worry more about designing the post rather than the site itself, because the site will look good if the posts look good. Uh, and uh, Wix uh, does not have a free version, version, but they have a trial period. So you can go there and just create a trial period. And again, uh, try doing some posts. And if you like it, you can always upgrade and add a real domain. And then the next one is Weebly, very similar uh, as well. It's a drag and drop interface. Um, it can be slow, uh, but one cool thing, and this is also something I'll bring up in another episode when I talk about carts and uh, online carts and you know shopping carts and stuff like that. Weebly recently got purchased by Square. Not Squarespace, but Square, the app that probably a lot of us use to take credit card payments on our phone. Uh, Square bought them because they started creating an online shopping cart. I actually use it for uh, my pop culture site. I That's what the store that I use that I built next to my website as a separate cart. And speaking of drag and drop interfaces, the granddaddy of them all is Squarespace. Every podcast out there has a Squarespace ad talking about start your website for free. And when they say that again, it's trial period because I believe Squarespace is $29 a month. So while people, while people love Squarespace and it is a great service and it's easy to use, uh, especially for people that don't know how to code, drag and drop interfaces are fantastic for people that don't know how to code because you're looking directly at the site and interacting with it and then you publish it. But uh, it's, it's like $30 a month. That can, that can get expensive, especially just starting out. It's a great interface using Squarespace, but just remember, like, can you pay for it over the year? Can you pay $30 a month for, I think it's $30. Anyway, regardless, it's still a cost every month. And over a period of a year, that adds up. So you can go there and create a trial account and try it out. And again, just post five things. Don't worry about the design. Just try it out. And I want to add, there's going to be one more that I want to add here just as a free option. It's called uh, Google Sites. So Google has a website service that is a drag and drop one. It's very bare bones. It's like, here's my bio, here's some pictures. And that's perfectly fine. Some people, that's all they really need to do. Just have a website to go to with information. Uh, Google Sites is another great one for that. Google Sites is built into, oddly enough, it, it's hosted by your Google Drive account. So if you go to Google Drive, uh, when you create one, it's there. And the way to access it is go to sites.google.com. Try it out and look and see. And it's interesting. It's very limited. It's kind of fun. I actually use it to organize documents in my Google Docs because I can link out to other documents. But just, just a little thing there. It's free. You know, what's the harm in trying it out? But now moving on to what I actually do use. And over the years, I've switched all my sites to this and there are a couple of reasons why. And this also is a Google site. And it's one you may know about or maybe you didn't know about, but it's called uh, Google Blogger. And Google Blogger has been around since, I wanna say 2007. Google Blogger was originally created by one of the co-creators of Twitter. And it was uh, they started out as a blogging service, which oddly enough, Twitter is a microblogging service. Google bought it and they've owned it ever since. And if you actually go to, you can either go to blogger.com or if you have a Gmail account, you know, up in the right-hand corner next to the icon for your, your account, there's that little like dotted square box that's there that none of us ever use. And you click on it and there's a 
drop-down menu. If you scroll through there, there's a blogger thing uh, that you can click on there and it'll take, like you already have an account set up basically. Or if you go to blogger.com, you can sign up there. I use that because one, um, I wanted a site that just worked and was self-hosted and it would take care of the pictures and everything for me. And again, all I had to do was just access it through my Gmail account. Like, boom, there it was. And I could be off and running, start posting right away. Two, because uh, not only is it free, but the photos are hosted by Google. Google Photos actually creates a secret folder of photos for the ones that you upload to the website. I think that's great. And also that means that those photos are searchable in Google. So not only is my site searchable through Google, and since they make Blogger, it's all SEO optimized. Although most of the sites that I talked about are SEO optimized, but I, even though they would deny it, I want to say Google probably like optimizes theirs in searches a little bit more. I don't know. It's their service. Why not do it? Uh, but not only is the site SEO optimized, but so are a lot of the images that I post on there. And actually, I've gotten a lot of traffic from searches for images of certain things I've posted about, and it will send traffic to my site. And the other reason that I use Blogger is because uh, normally over the years, I would, uh, since my job used to be a, a website developer, and what I would do all day long is work on websites, tinker with them, fix things that people wanted fixed or things that bugged me. And when I got home, if I was hosting my own website, that's all I would do is tinker with it. All I would do is fix it. All I would do was worry about the design and then I wouldn't post anything. I'd just be like, oh, it still doesn't look right or I got to fix this. So I just wanted something that forced me to go, hey, you know what? Post on your stupid site. <laughs> that's what I did. I can still alter Blogger and over the years I've even learned the, it gives you access to the language in the background, but I don't mess with it a lot. I, I still just use it to post and that's all I want to do. When I started this site, TomRay'sWebsite.com and some of the other ones that I've done, but uh, the idea of what I was posting about changed over the years and that's the other reason why I, I just suggest go out there and start posting and seeing what you like because my site was originally just going to be, I was going to do drawings every day. And then those drawings turned into web comics. And then the web comic uh, became a story, a personal diary where I wrote about uh, my wife going through breast cancer and us dealing with it. And that was like the first year of me posting. And I turned that into a book. And then I wanted to meet other artists because I was starting to draw more. And I was like, you know what? I need to get back out there because we had this near death experience. So I started a podcast and the site became a podcast and it evolved just because I kept posting every day. And that's why I suggest going out and starting a website. That's, there's no reason not to. Nobody has to know you're doing it. The freedom in the very beginning of starting a website that nobody knows about is fantastic. Just posting things and also posts can be deleted. So if you post something and then later on go, oh, I don't want that in there, delete it. Nobody saw it. Nobody knew about it. Nobody knows. And that's, so for a lot of people out there that I've talked to who have wanted to start a website or have one and just kind of don't know what to post, I would say post anything. Or if you already have a website, uh, create another one and just start messing with it. Create that as like a development site. Take some of those posts where you experiment that nobody sees and then the ones you like, you can bring over to, I've actually done that. Now that I say it out loud, I'm like, this sounds familiar. I've done that. And then I'll go, oh, I'm going to move that over here. 
And uh, the other thing too is the reason that I say having a website aside from a cart is because of talking about the process, getting to know people. It's like taking Instagram, but having it be one that's searchable online. Instagram is not searchable on Google as far as singular posts. Neither is Facebook. Repurposing posts and pictures from uh, social accounts. I've done that in the past too. And just put them there because they get searched. And um, then those posts can link to the store. Like say I'm writing about uh, the new comic that I'm drawing. I'm working on a new comic book. And when it finally comes out, I can go back to those posts and go, if you like this, or if they're just finding it through a search, I can create a link that goes and go check out all the other books that I have in my store. And then I can link to my store. And even that helps the SEO because sites are linking to my store and the store is linking to my site. And the way Google works is a lot of things that are linking to a site that have good traffic, it views it as a more valuable site. Those are the reasons that I think even if you're just trying to think of what to post or you want to start a site but don't know how, there's some options for services to use. I talked about, like I said, WordPress.com is a free one. Uh, Wix, create a temporary one, and if you like it, pay for it. There's Weebly, uh, just got bought by Square, and there's some pretty good integrations there with the actual Square app that's on your phone. I love that I'm holding up an imaginary phone right now for some reason. Uh, Squarespace, which is the one that everybody knows about, and it's a fun, easy-to-use site. And Blogger, which is what I use, and it's free, and if you have a Gmail account, you've already got it. (laughs) And you can go to blogger.com and start that. So just go out and try those today. Uh, At the very least, try a free account and just see what you like, and hopefully it'll help get you started. But uh, today, this is what I wanted to cover. And I'm going to do a few more of these before I leave for Prague. I want to thank you so much. Hopefully, this was inspiring or at least insightful for anybody who's out there just knowing they want to make a website or, you know, trying to figure out what they should use. So thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next time.